What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Welcome to the Jesse Blake Sports Report, whether it's your first time here or your last time here or somewhere in between. I appreciate that you are here right now, and we need to talk about how Stephen A. Smith needs to stop talking about Shohei Otani and just stop talking about baseball in general. So the latest news on Shohei Otani is that due to his elbow surgery, he won't be able to pitch until 2025. He's out for the rest of the season right now, but he'll be back hitting come spring training and opening day in 2024, but the pitching part of his game is done until the next year in 2025. Stephen A. Smith on first take reacted to this news on Wednesday. Here is what he said. It is no, I don't want to hear any discussions anymore about him getting a half a billion dollars. I want to hear it, okay? The fact is, is that you can't pitch until 2025, all right? Secondly, it's gonna be, you're going to be compromised in terms of what you're able to do in the field. Number three, damn it, the Angels don't win. When you look at the when you look at the Dodgers, when you look at the Braves, when you look at various other teams, ain't got nobody on there making half a billion dollars. You're not, there's a bunch of empty seats that I see when Shohei Otani's pitching, let alone hitting. The Angels come to town. You're not filling anything. You're not winning. I'm not giving up that kind of money to him. No, you don't need it. Baseball is showing you. And then when you take into account the new rules, when you take into account, listen, you see the shift rules. You see the new pitching, you know, the things that favors pitching. You see a lot of stuff that's going on. You see the run production. You see stolen bases. You see more home runs, more runs overall. You see it catering more, doggy. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're right. Mr. Mr. High Heat. You see the sport catering to athleticism. Level of athleticism. I am in no way implying that Shohei Otani doesn't have that too. What I am saying is because the game is evolving in a way that shows you there's a multitude of ways to, proverbially speaking, skin the cat and win baseball games, this dude hasn't been doing that for the Angels. If I'm winning without paying somebody a half a billion dollars, why would I go and pay him? A half a billion dollars. There are so many things that need to be talked about in that minute and 30 second clip of, of Stephen A going off on Shoei. But I just I want to talk about three things, three things that really stand out. One, why does Stephen A. Smith blame Shoei Otani on the Angels not being able to win baseball games? The Angels haven't finished above 500 since 2015. They haven't been in the playoffs since 2014. This is a team that didn't win with Shohei, and they didn't win before him. The organization hasn't built a winning team since he's been there. Anybody who knows remotely anything about baseball knows that it's a, an ultimate team game. It takes so many individual efforts to compile a baseball team to win. You don't control the other aspects of your team. You don't. The batter doesn't make the pitching staff good. Pitch, having a good day, pitching doesn't bring runs to you on the offensive side. It is one of the ultimate team games where you need a whole package of contributors and the variance is so wide in who performs well on what days as well. And Stephen A is coming at it from this basketball mentality, this, this NBA solo takeover the game, the, the ring culture mentality. You didn't win. 
you didn't win, Shoei, and that's on you. And that doesn't make sense in the context of the Angels being terrible and baseball not being a sport where one guy wins you championships. Second thing he says there, he blames attendance on a reason that he shouldn't get a contract. What does that have to do with anything? What does Shoei Otani and fans showing up to the game have to do with giving him $500 million? Fans showing up to see a losing baseball team isn't reason that Shohei Otani doesn't deserve a bunch of money because he's a great player. Like, the logic isn't there. If Shohei's on a team that's winning, let's say he's on the Brewers or the Braves, a really good team, more people will show up to the games because the team is good. Why are you blaming the individual player on attendance numbers from across the league? Also, fun fact, well, actually, this is actually talked about later uh, in another clip I'm going to play you in a second. But the Angels were one of the highest teams in road attendance because of Shoei. Other teams' fans showed up to the game because of this one guy. Third thing is just the general nature and the sound or the video, if you're watching this on YouTube, of Stephen A. Smith and his tone. He sounds like somebody doing a presentation on a book they haven't read. Like he's up there and he's supposed to be talking about Hamlet, but he doesn't know anything about Hamlet. So he's just trying to reach for anything that he might know that he read on the back of the cover of the book it's just he doesn't know what he's talking about and a youtuber named fuzzy who's an mlb youtuber very very good at what he does go follow that channel if you, if you love baseball content fuzzy called in to Stephen a smith's solo show he so that was on first take his espn show that he has a guest on and they do the debate thing he had mad dog on that day and Max Kellerman used to host it with him. That's a whole other story that went viral this week. Fuzzy, the baseball YouTuber, called in to Stephen A. Smith's YouTube show, the Stephen A. Smith show. And he asked him about this take from Wednesday's first take. Here's the call from between Fuzzy and Stephen A. where he addresses not knowing anything about baseball. Let's go to Fuzzy. You're live with Stephen A. What's up, Fuzzy? How are you? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. Thank you for calling. What's up? Hey, I'm going to try and be as respectful as possible, but I'm speaking on behalf of the baseball community. Uh, this morning, you said that Shohei Otani doesn't fill seats. I just want to throw this at you. Even though the Angels are putrid, Mike Trout hasn't played in the second half. They're fourth in road attendance. So I'm stop, stop right there. On that. Stop, stop right there. Stop right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate, look, first of all, I appreciate the education. I'm not offended by what you're saying. I appreciate the education, okay. but I want you to understand what I mean by that. Just because you're the fourth largest in attendance doesn't do it for me. If I'm watching the games and I see a bunch of empty seats anywhere, everywhere, right? If baseball overall is having an attendance issue, but you're fourth on the list, you might be doing well compared to the competition, but are you doing well? And the reason why I ask that question respectfully, and Fuzzy, I'll give you a chance to respond. And, and trust you me when I say this, feel free to educate me. I'm not pretending to know. I didn't look up that number. So I, com I completely appreciate you educating me on that. My issue is that the brother is looking to get paid a half a billion dollars. You don't make the postseason. I'm not saying it's his fault because he's a superstar. He's the modern day Babe Ruth. But you don't get to the postseason. And I see a whole bunch of empty seats when you are playing, not because of him, but because his team sucks. And so if I have to take that into consideration, I can lose without paying you. Why pay you if I'm losing with you? 
That's my point, Fuzzy. To that, you say what? When it comes to your takes with baseball, we want you to talk baseball. We want ESPN to bring baseball tonight back. We miss it dearly. Right. But the baseball community almost right. thinks that you kind of well, speak on feelings, what, what, and we think, okay, okay is what, baseball going to be done on ESPN? Okay, or... well, first, first, stop right there. Stop right there. First of all, do me a favor. Tell a baseball community to shut the hell up. Let me Why tell you what. Why would we do that? Let, let me Why explain. would we do that? Uh, I have four oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, be quiet. You're going to call up. You're going to ask me a question. Let me answer. I know baseball, the sport, what happens is because I'm so busy with other sports watching it, I don't get to watch as much baseball. But the reason why we don't watch as much baseball, Fuzzy, if you did your homework, is because people don't care ratings wise when we're watching baseball. We're trying to change that. We love the fact that Mad Dog Russo is on it. Mad Dog Russo knows that I know baseball, meaning I know the sport. I just don't get to watch anything other than the New York Yankees, which is my hometown team, because a lot of times I'm preoccupied with other sports. But secondly, and more importantly, when I'm addressing baseball topics, Fuzzy, I'm only addressing stuff that's really pertinent in the news. I'm not on high heat on the MLB network trying to talk about baseball as if I'm watching every game and I'm an aficionado. I don't get to do that. What I'm saying is I watch the sport when I can. I know the sport. I grew up watching the sport with my daddy. I watch this one. I'm a diehard Yankees fan, but I don't get to watch as many games as I would like. But when it comes to Shoei Otani, I know how great he is. The problem is the stadiums. I see too many empty seats in ballparks. And to me, if I see that and you're not getting to the postseason, I got an issue with paying you a half a billion dollars. So right there, Stephen A. Smith says that, hey, you might not like my takes on baseball, but there are takes from a casual. I'm coming on here. This is my show. There's a story in the national news about baseball, and here's my take. I'm not a baseball aficionado. And okay, that's fair. His job is to have an opinion on things, and they wanted to talk baseball that day because Otani's the biggest star in the game, and there's news about Otani, so here's Stephen A. Smith's baseball take, and it was wildly wrong, and you heard Fuzzy break down the numbers. They're fourth in road attendance, and Stephen A. Smith didn't really care about that, and and he doesn't know baseball. He doesn't watch baseball at all. And here's what Stephen A. Smith said two years ago to Max Kellerman, who was his co-host at the time, who he says that didn't deserve to be on his show with him, and that's why he got rid of him. Here's what he told Max Kellerman when Max Kellerman told him that Max himself doesn't watch baseball because it's not the national news because max how many how many times have you watched the tani play this year go ahead the truth you want to hide again you want to hide again max you want to hide under the camera again because baseball because baseball does not get covered nationally and we got a lot on our plate baseball doesn't get covered nationally no 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 i'm talking about you you can watch the game no we have jobs to do steven yes we do so i watch the yankees because that's my baseball team hold on i watch nfl and nba you really so, going to try to talk your so, way around this? You're going to talk your way around this? He's, he's a hypocrite. But most importantly, if you don't watch the games, just don't talk about it. That's At the end of the day, that's it. That's the argument. If you have to come on and defend your takes by saying, hey, I didn't watch the game and I just spewed out a bunch of nonsense, then don't spew out the nonsense in the first place. I get that your whole thing is to spew out nonsense, but spew out the nonsense that at least you watch. Baseball doesn't need you 
And it doesn't need you to tell baseball fans to shut up. It felt so disrespectful to hear that. And here you say that to Fuzzy, who cares about the game and is actually watching the games. For Stephen A., if, if you're out there, baseball attendance is up. Is up to its highest level it's been in in a long time because of the rule changes. It's up 9%. It'll be the biggest increase year over year since 1998. That's from John Heyman. I'll name I'll, some of the teams that have seen crazy rises in attendance include the Phillies, who had a 37% rise. The Tampa Bay Rays, who have always struggled with attendance, are getting 28% more fans in the building. The Jays. My Toronto Blue Jays are getting 17.4% more butts in the seat this season. Baseball is on the come up because of the rule changes. Fast baseball is a lot of fun. Shot clock baseball is awesome. Stephen A. and Max weren't entirely wrong when they say baseball is not covered at the national level because it isn't. It doesn't translate like that right now. In 2023, in, in the last couple of years, their, their Aaron Judge last year was a national star, and his home run chase ch- translated like any big NBA or NFL story uh, in North America. But this season, there hasn't necessarily been that story outside of Otani during his heyday in June when he was doing the unbelievable things that haven't been done in 100 years. Outside of that, it becomes, it's a local story, and I would just ask the national media, don't tell baseball fans to shut up when you say something wrong and they call you out. I think baseball fans are hardcore and they should be loud and proud. Toronto Blue Jays lost today to the New York Yankees, but they took two of three in New York, which is the right thing they need to do. They are a half game up on the Seattle Mariners and the Texas Rangers who are tied for the final wild card spot, Seattle and Texas are tied for the wild card, the final wild card spot. The Blue Jays are sitting pretty right now. The Blue Jays make the playoffs no matter what with 91 wins. They'll probably sneak in. If they only hit 89 or 90, they'll probably still get in unless a magical run by Texas or Seattle. But 91 gets them in. That means their magic number is at six wins for the rest of the season. They got nine games left. So a 6-3 and three record or a 5-4 and four record for the rest of the season will get them to the playoffs. And I think that's pretty doable with this pitching staff, the way they've been pitching and getting their timely hitting as they've been doing it all season long and eking out every single win that they can. So I'm very hopeful that the Jays will be in the playoff come, playoffs come two weeks from now. 5-4 and four is doable. 6-3 and three is doable. They'll do this. And I'm hoping to do pods after every Jays postseason game. Hopefully there's a lot of those, but I'll keep you updated on that schedule. And in terms of what's happening, where I tell you what's happening on STPN and you tell me what's happening in your world. I don't think we talk about this show on STPN enough. Drew and Stu. It's our football gambling show and it airs twice a week on uh, the Drew and Stu podcast feed. Find it wherever you find your podcast and on the STPN YouTube channel. It is a banger every single week. Cam Stewart is the most unhinged man to ever live. I encourage you, if you are an NFL fan, to check out that show. And in terms of what's going on with you, I got a question from the JBSR Questions channel on the SDPN Discord server. Go to sdpn.ca to join us on Discord. Ada said, is it worth it to draft Connor Bedard in my fantasy league? Yes! 
Connor Bedard is going to have one hell of a season. And depending on how big of a season that might be and how far he falls in your draft, that could be one of the biggest steals of the draft. Connor Bedard is going to be excellent his first year in the NHL. And he is a must pick in fantasy. I wouldn't say too high, but in the middle rounds, I wouldn't I wouldn't reach for Connor Bedard, but I would draft in the middle rounds because you're going to get somebody who's going to put up 30 goals. That is a 30-goal score in his first rookie year is what I'm betting on. That could be a steal because he could always go over that number, but I think you got a minimum of 30 there. I would put a – if you're doing an auction draft, I would put a, a little bit of your budget into that. He's probably a $15 player. Uh, definitely draft Connor Bedard. Thank you, Ada. That's it for me today. Thank you for being here. You could have been anywhere in the world which shows me listening or watching this podcast right now. And I appreciate you. I will not shut up about baseball, but I hope Stephen A. Smith does. Good night from Toronto. And that is how it's done. The Jesse Blake Sports Report with Jesse Blake. Jesse Blake, the guy that likes to hear his name twice in one sentence. Sure, I know him. No, he doesn't have an ego at all. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.